0: Hey guys, welcome to the seven figure box podcast. My name is Andrew Frezza. And today we're gonna be talking about one of my favorite topics, which is coaches development. And specifically, we're gonna be talking about a model that we've created called the five levels of a rockstar coach. And if this is a topic that you guys enjoy, if you're an owner out there and you enjoy this, I would highly recommend going over to our website, sevenfigurebox.com and getting on the pre-sale list for our Rockstar Coaching Course, which is coming out soon, which is a uh, coaches development program that you guys can institute with your teams in-house. But the five levels of a Rockstar Coach really is the foundation of that course. And what we feel is the, the simplest and best model for thinking about what makes a great CrossFit coach or uh, micro gym group class coach. And this was built off the theoretical development of an athlete. So for those of you guys that have been to level one and level two, this should look familiar. You guys can imagine that pyramid that makes up a great athlete. And at the base of that pyramid is nutrition. Nutrition is the foundation uh, of being a great athlete. And then your ability to use that nutrition as energy kind of leads you into step two, which is metabolic conditioning. From there, it goes up to gymnastics, weightlifting, and then at the pinnacle, we have sport, which is kind of utilizing all the the areas of the pyramid underneath that in a very dynamic fashion um, through sport and different activities. So we've created our own pyramid for what makes a great coach, and I'm gonna guide you guys through that today and give you some of the attributes that make up each of those different levels. So at the base of our pyramid, if you guys can imagine this, We have the cheerleader and the cheerleader. If you've been coaching a while, you probably hear that term and and think of it as a negative thing. But when we think about the cheerleader, this is the person that is essentially the most essential to building community and building that team environment that we all love about CrossFit and then that drew a lot of us to CrossFit. This is the person that understands that. We're not in the fitness business, we're in the relationship business. And that's something that Greg Glassman has said over and over again several times. They're the first person when you walk through the doors to greet you every day. They greet you with a smile, they know your name, they're genuinely excited to see you every single time you walk in the gym. Um, They utilize the 10 and 15 minutes before class and after class just strictly for relationship building. So they're not at the whiteboard trying to figure out what's the warm-up, what's the workout for today, they already know that. All their preparation has been done in advance. So when 10 minutes before class shows up, all they're there to do is build relationships, break the ice, um, get people uh, introduced to one another, get to know drop-ins, whatever needs to get done to get that ice broken and get people feeling comfortable, including themselves. Um, They're the person that checks in with you on a daily basis. So they're asking you how you're feeling, if there's anything bothering you, how did yesterday's workout go. They're getting prepared for some of the other roles by being a good relationship builder and getting to know you before class each day. Um, they're also great at connecting other members to each other so they do what we call the bumblebee technique which is they're kind of cross-pollinating these different sort of clicks within the gym with each other so you guys don't end up with clicks in your gym and you end up with a one big community or one big team feeling because you have this cheerleader sort of cross-pollinating all these different groups they also don't Gossip and don't violate the trust of others. And this is a big one. Gossips is something that can tear down gyms faster than anything else out there. And this is a person when they have something to say and it's it's something that's not glowingly positive, they go directly to that person that it needs to be said to. And they don't talk to other people. They don't vent to other people. They go to that person directly um, and they have those difficult or uncomfortable conversations instead, instead of letting stuff um, go to gossip. They're also great at motivating you and encouraging you through your workouts. And this is what people traditionally think of when they think of a cheerleader. But um, even though this isn't doesn't require a lot of technical knowledge to do this, it does require a lot of effort. You know, you need to be able to feel and experience the workouts just like your members are when you're coaching. And you gotta be able to kind of ride those highs and lows with them. And when they when you feel them getting down in a workout, you gotta be there to pick them up and encourage them through a workout. And the cheerleader is great at doing that. Um, and lastly, they make the class fun and they make sure everyone's enjoying themselves because above all else, we want this to be the best hour of people's day and we want it to be fun. You know, We want them to, to learn something, we want them to push themselves, but ultimately we want them to feel like it was a fun experience um, most of all. So we sum up the cheerleader by one quote and basically that is, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Okay, And that's the cheerleader. That's the foundation of our coaching pyramid. From there, we move up one step to the director. And the director is, you can imagine, this is the person when you have Filthy 50 program, you have Fight Gone Bad program, and 30 people walk in, 40 people walk in the door. Who do you want on the floor directing and leading that class? So this is the person that does all the preparation before class they have a minute by minute lesson plan ready to go they know what everyone's doing during each of those minutes and the members know that they understand the expectations of where they need to be at certain times during class Um, they show command of the group as a whole so you feel that presence of the director in front of the group and you want to listen to him you want to respect what they have to say they're also great at managing the class flow and the logistics. So they'll use things like the clock, the music, to keep a high energy environment and to keep that class flowing well. They're great at the whiteboard as well. So they they can clearly and succinctly communicate the format of the up, the work, the strength work or skill work, the workout of the day, and the cool down. And they always start and end the class on time. And this is a big one. They Because they have that lesson plan and they stick to that lesson plan, they never go over the hour. They never never go significantly under the hour. They're always respectful of people's time in that sense of giving people their money's worth, but not devaluing that time and going well over the hour. They're also great at planning for potential bottlenecks or limitations in advance. So. That might mean staging the room. It might mean knowing how heats are going to happen or stagger starts. They have all that planned in advance for the potential biggest class that could come in and they have all that stuff set ready to go. Um, They're also great at keeping the gyms clean and sanitary and a lot of us undervalue how important that is to a great experience but people don't want to show up to a dirty gym and a director has that mindset. They're thinking of of it because it's not just about the sort of the visual and the feeling you get about being in the clean gym but it's about safety as well so the director's looking for possible safety hazards and you know they might be moving boxes moving kettlebells doing things so people are not going to slip off a bar and fall on a kettlebell or come off a box and hit somebody with a barbell all those things are really important in terms of preventing any, you know, major issues from happening, but also giving people a a safe and positive experience every time they're in the gym. So that wraps up the director. And one thing that you guys have probably noticed by now, we've gone through the two foundational pieces of what we consider a rockstar coach. And we haven't mentioned anything about the technical side of coaching. And the main reason is, is we believe that as crossfit gyms we can achieve all the success that we want or most of the success that we want from a financial perspective and from a member retention standpoint by excelling in those first two roles the cheerleader and the director and i know that's hard to hear as a crossfit coach because a lot of us were drawn to crossfit because of the superior results that crossfit brought nothing nothing gave us the results that we saw at a crossfit with the least amount of time and effort so the the flip side of that is all these other gyms out there that are already proving this model wrong. There's places like Orange Theories and yoga studios and Soul Cycles. We know that our programming and our product is better than better than theirs, yet all those places, most of them, are more successful from a member number standpoint, financial standpoint. They're able to do this for a lot longer. There's a lot of CrossFit gyms shutting down because they're not doing They're not excelling in these roles that create a great experience, and they're focused way too much on some of these higher roles, which we'll get to next, which are still important, but they're not the the bread and butter of what makes a successful business, okay? So once we get done with that cheerleader and the director, we move on to what most people think of as a CrossFit coach, which is the technician. And the technician role is super important. This is the role of getting individuals to move better. So the technician, they know all the points of performance. They know each movement inside and out. They can properly see, teach, and cue every athlete in the gym, regardless of ability level. So they can keep a new member safe, but they can get an experienced member, someone who's been there for five, six, seven years, to move better every single day. They're trying to give each athlete one cue every single day that will make them better. Um, they're also great at using visual, verbal, and tactile cues. So they can try something. If it doesn't work, they'll go to the next thing, and they have this wide range of cues, and they can do it in multiple categories. So different athletes respond to different things. They're great at demonstrate demonstrating movements, and they can demonstrate movements with near perfection. And when they can't move to perfection, they're great at pointing out where their flaws are and being self-aware in that sense. And showing members where they should be so everyone knows uh, what's you know what the proper movement should look like even if they can't do it themselves so that's the technician that's the third role starting to move up the pyramid that fourth role is what we call the programmer and this is a person that really understands the bigger picture so it doesn't necessarily have to be the person who's programming the workouts each day but they should understand the purpose of that workout of the day, and also kind of the general purpose of where is the the last few weeks of programming, where are the next few weeks of programming going, what are the things that we're focusing on as a whole with programming, and they should be able to clearly communicate that each day at the whiteboard. So, you know, when Fran comes up on the board, it's not just, hey, like this is a benchmark workout, it should be fast, let's hit it. They're giving people benchmarks, they're giving people ideas of how to choose weights. They're giving people a time cap and, and where they should be kind of working under in that workout and giving people the why behind it. Cause you know, a lot of people show up and they don't understand why we're doing, you know, Fran, which is a, a three to six minute workout for most people, like they think longer is better. So giving them an understanding of why we do shorter high intensity workouts and how that can be beneficial to the results that, that you want to get as an athlete. Um, they're great at understanding and relating the difference between practice and training and competition and getting people to understand that some days are meant for more practice, some days are meant for more training, and then some days you gotta kind of shut off your mind and go and make it a little bit more competition based. They also understand um, the purpose of each movement and the desired benefits that you might get. So a technician can can sort of give you the points of performance but the programmer is giving you that bigger why of why we're doing those movements in the first place. And that programmer has to have a general understanding of things like anatomy, things like energy systems, things like strength training, um, just basic principles of that and skill development. They understand how to make people better um, from more of a programming standpoint. And then as we move up to the top of the pyramid, we have what we call the coach and the coach is what we all aspire to be like this is who we work towards this is why we do our craft and this is the person who's always learning and applying new concepts so they're doing the things outside the gym to constantly broaden their knowledge Um, it could be listening to podcasts reading books attending seminars this is a person who has that endless thirst for knowledge they're also not afraid to have difficult or uncomfortable uncomfortable conversations Daily, I mean really if you're a coach and you want to dig deep with your athletes You have to be willing to have these these quick difficult on-the-spot conversations every single day If you're letting things kind of just get brushed off to the side um, You're seeing a member having a bad day and just just kind of letting that go Then you're missing a lot of opportunity So the coach is that person that can understand their athletes on a deeper level They see someone having a bit bad day and they dig in they ask questions They're genuinely curious about their athletes and what's what's driving them. And the the best part about this coach is that they embody all the characteristics of all the levels below them. So when a situation calls for being a great cheerleader, they become a great cheerleader. They're not above that. When it calls for being a director, they can lead the group and be a great director. When it comes time to do the technical side of coaching, they can be a great technician. And when they need to step out and see the bigger picture, they become that great programmer. And in any given class, they are dynamically moving through all of these different roles to create the best possible class experience for the individuals that are there. And usually with this coach, the results that they provide to the members extend well beyond the walls of the gym. You know people would would consider this coach almost like a life coach more so than just a coach So this person might understand things like nutrition and lifestyle coaching. They understand psychology They understand all these different mindset pieces that go into not just being a great athlete But how can we take this athletic side into doing bigger and better things outside the gym and above all else? I think the defining characteristic of a coach is that they care Um, they care for the members And they're constantly trying to figure out how they can deliver a better experience to the members. Um, And and they do that, you know, in multiple ways. So that's the pyramid. Want to leave you guys with just one or two last things before I let you go. Um, One is I want you to evaluate yourself. Where do you spend the most time when you're on the coaching floor? Which one of these roles do you kind of dwell in? And which are the ones that you ignore and need to work on? And when you're evaluating yourself, it's really important to understand this concept of the macro versus the micro, because so many of us spend too much time in the macro in a group setting, and we overestimate how much time we spend in certain roles. So a lot of us will look at this pyramid and we'll overestimate how much time we spend as a cheerleader or a technician. We'll look at those roles and say, yeah, I'm pretty good at those, but like shouting, shouting good job or knees out from afar in a group class doesn't make you a good cheerleader technician in order to be in those cheerleader technician roles you actually have to be stepping into a one-on-one intimate setting with your athletes like into their personal space a little bit and using their name first and foremost and coaching them individually they need to feel like they're the only person in the room in order for you to be really officially in those cheerleader or technician roles. Now the director and the programmer roles they tend to happen more in that macro view where you're you're kind of leading the group from afar. So if you find yourself yelling good job and it's not saying, "Hey, good job John, good job Mary," and like you're they feel it and it's having a positive response with them, then you're still basically sitting back in that director role, and that's one of the biggest mistakes that most most CrossFit coaches make. They use the group class as a as an excuse or a reason to be complacent and kind of hey, everyone's moving safely, everyone's flowing decently well, I have 10 people in class, it's good. Instead of saying, how can I deliver the best experience to the individuals that make up this 10-person class? So that's the goal, is how can we continually individualize the group class experience and make our athletes feel like they're the only person in the room? All right, so I'll leave you guys with that. If you guys enjoy this content, like I said, get over to sevenfigurebox.com. Sign up for our pre-sale list for the Rockstar coaching course um, because this is just the beginning of some of the coaches' development material we have to help you guys grow your gyms.